Hello, 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 hello. Welcome back to another episode of Serene Talk. This is your girl, Kia Janae. Look, y'all, we made it. This is the last episode of season one. I'm so thrilled and I'm so honored to be able to bring to you guys content that is not only educational, but therapeutic. Because a lot of people don't understand, you relate with so many other people in the world. You go through so many of the same identical problems. So when someone comes to you and they're like, this is what it is, and they're seeking an understanding... I, I, I'm just happy that I'm able to be that understanding for many people. Um, like I said, this is the last episode. We finally reached our, our marker. And it's so honorable because, like I said, it's been so long since I've actually completed something. So for me to physically be able to master something, and not master it in a sense, but for me to be able to complete something that I've started. I literally haven't been able to do this in a very long time, a very, very long time, a few years. I can't even remember the last time I picked up a book and actually finished it. And I used to finish a book within a day. So it's been a long time since I've actually completed a journey, a cycle, and I finally completed it. And I'm so proud of myself. I'm so proud of myself. And I couldn't even be any thrilled, any more thrilled. Um, It is Friday, June 4th. So you know what that means. It is Pride Month. We celebrate Pride. Yes, we celebrate all the colors of the rainbow this month. All the LBCs, JQSs, anything you could think about, we gonna celebrate it. You know, like I love Pride Month simply because, you know, I'm married to a woman, and we have such a beautiful, handsome young boy, and I couldn't have asked for a better partner, a better a better friend, a better companion in her. You know what I mean? Um, you know, the journey of coming out has, it's, it's never easy. Like, my coming out story is sad as hell. It's depressing as fuck. <laughs> like, me coming out at 16, I didn't even have the opportunity to come out at 16, you know, um, that was taken away from me, and was pretty much, what's the word I'm looking for, um, basically, it was just exploited the wrong way, like, it was exploited the wrong way, I didn't get very positive feedback. Um, of course, my brothers were all okay. In their mind, they like, shit, we don't give a fuck. As long as you ain't walking around here pregnant, we don't care. But just know, if she want to be like a man, we going to beat her ass like a man. Their words, not mine. If, if she try you any kind of way. So they didn't care nothing about it. They was just like, look, our hands are bisexual. That's how we was raised. If she put her hands on you some type of way, she better be ready for what's going to come period, understood, understood, you know, because brothers don't play, brothers don't play, 
but like the journey of you know finding that committal relation per, that commit committal person that person who's willing to actually commit to you was hard because being in a a, a lesbian relationship is it's tough especially when you're in an area where it, everybody gets around with everybody and that's pretty much the type of situation that um I was in I'm you know a lot of the people in my town they all dated each other I call everybody recycled because everybody's had each other at one point in time as a teenager or as an adult they've all had each other and they've all recycled so I've always been cautious because my one experience that I did have with a girl was not a good one and I ended up catching something from her And it it showed me and it opened my eyes that women are just as nasty as men are. So you have to be more mindful when you're sleeping with women than when you are sleeping with men. Because I feel like a lot of people are so on the edge for down low men. But my problem is the down low women or the women who want to just go out and have sex with all these men and women because they're bisexual. And they're not protecting themselves. And then you go and you date somebody or hook up with somebody and boom, you get something. And it's like, you have to be mindful. So as a teenager, I was very unmindful. As a 16, 17, 18 year old, I was very unmindful. And I really was not protecting myself the way that I should have, you know, which resulted into me getting pregnant at 16, which resulted into me catching an STD at 17 and it's like so many different things people don't understand I'm not shamed to say that I caught an STD when I was 17 years old it happens when you're out there unprotected I wanted to be out there so bad I got something that slowed my ass down it was curable with a damn pill or two but damn it you know what it happens It is not the end of the world. Was I a statistic for 2007? Hell fucking yeah. Or 2008? Oh, well, it is what it is. But guess what I did? I sat my ass down afterwards because my thing was, okay, if you out here passing it around to me, then I can't be the only person who caught it. It got to be other people and all these other people are still out here having sex and just messing around. So now I got to be cautious because if you guys aren't protecting yourselves, I got to protect myself. And those are some things that I literally had to learn when I was really coming into my, 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 myself, my truth. Like, yeah, these boys are out here, but women are out there too. You can't look at things one-sided. Like there's always, they're doing it over here. They can definitely be doing it over here. So I have to be conscious of a lot of the things that I was doing a lot of the people that I was surrounding myself by and it was just intense um my coming out was like like I said was taken away from me um my mom found out via the streets in quotations as she says it but um it really wasn't a happy moment at that point between those that time that those years it really wasn't pleasant. A lot of things were said that um, I personally will never repeat because they were so hurtful and just so traumatizing to a child. 
and it makes me and you know things like that I sit back and I'm like you were really like as a parent are you really willing to not have a relationship with your child because they're gay you carried this child for nine months and are you really willing to hate this child because they're not what you expected they're not what you want like who gives a shit? As long as your child is happy, healthy, and doing very well for themselves, it shouldn't matter who they date, you know? And it just bothers me that parents can say the most hurtful and agonizing things to their children and expect for us to be okay and be like, oh, mommy, I love you. Oh, daddy, I love you. When you literally broke my heart. Like, I don't want to look at my parents. You know, I personally will never, ever bring up what my mom's the things that my mom says to me but I know word for word what she said because sometimes it feels as if it was just like yesterday and she said these things you know and it's like how can you forget that you said this stuff but I can't forget I I, I'm I'm a I'm a dictionary you know a lot of things that people tell me I absorb and I I I take in and a lot of things that I tell people, I need to do my inner child healing, which I've been trying, I've been learning, but shit, it got so much and so intense that I literally had to take a break because my childhood trauma is very heavy and very deep, you know? And I personally, like I said, I would never inflict that type of hurt onto my child. You know, PJ ever came to us and was just like, mama, I like boys. Will I be sad? Yes. But at the same time, that's my baby. I'm not going to look at my son any different. And as parents, we know when our kids are gay. Like, we know. We have that feeling. Do I have that feeling about PJ now? Hell no. Because I know for a fact Prince Josiah is going to marry him a Latina woman or a melanin woman. And she better know how to cook rice and beans. That's all I got to say. Because my son loves rice and beans. His tias love to cook rice and beans for him my son is spoiled he is a king he is a prince okay that's how I I I know but at the same time it's like you really can't do much but just go with the flow I'm I wouldn't I wouldn't be mad I wouldn't be hurtful it is what it is but it just bothers me that some parents are just so mean and just so so nasty and then you put your children out and then they have nobody and then they're alone and then they're battling depression and then when something happens and they commit suicide then you guys are the first people hooping and hollering like you just was just the a plus parent when you your kid got put you put your child out because he's gay or she's gay and because they were so depressed and mentally it and mentally battling these these demons and what they will call demons but these, they're battling all these problems because you guys don't love them or they feel unloved that the only way that they feel that they can exist and to make everybody happy is to take themselves out of here and that's because of you as the parent but yet you're not telling people what you said to your child to make them feel the way they feel. You're not telling people what you said to your child to make them want to go in the room and kill themselves. You know, you guys are leaving out what you did, but just saying, oh, I don't know what their problem is. The problem is you. 
You're not being a parent. You're not being a parent. Being a gay child or having a gay child does not say that you as a parent, you didn't do your job adequately. No, that says as a parent that you were chosen for a reason to mother or father this gay child. The qualities that if you believe in God, the qualities that your, you know, God saw in you, in my situation, in my instance, I will say spirit, the qualities that spirit seen in my mother and my father to raise me and house me, they saw fit for me to be conceived within them, between them. Because they knew for some way that like either A, they were going to be able to handle this or B, they needed this. Because if you notice, a lot of people who hate certain things, they're always, they always tend to have to deal with it some way or some shape or form. Example, your, your, uh, your daughter likes black boys. You know, your, your, your white friend's daughter likes black boys. But her family is very racist, but they don't want to speak on it. Samantha asked, got her a black boyfriend. Not only did she get have his black boyfriend, but she got pregnant by him now. So now Samantha got a little mixed baby. And not only do you guys hate the fact that she done got she dating black boys, but now you hate the fact that she done interbreed it with this damn baby. Now she got this this in baby. And you as a person who hates that, you got to sit love and watch and deal with this damn mixed child for the rest of your life and now this mixed child is going to end up dating probably somebody black and then there goes your dna right there your whole genetics everything right there is breaking down you know and people don't realize that if you really sit back and be like oh the very thing that you hate is something that you're literally dealing with constantly oh well like that's what happens it's like it's funny how life works that way like I hate a lot of things I hate having to do certain stuff but I'm always forced to do it I'm always put in a position to where I have to deal with the shit and I hate it I hate it but you know what we just gotta deal you know being you it's just amazing. I'm just happy that with now, things are different. I'm very happy. I wouldn't change who I am. Do I consider myself a lesbian? No, I do not because I like men and I find men attractive. That's just that. So, well. But... to know and to love and to be around somebody who is a part of the LGBT community. It's so amazing. I have some of my best friend is married to a woman. My other friend that I consider my sister, she's bisexual. A lot of my friends are bi. A lot of my sisters are bi. So, and I love that because we all relate. We all can talk to each other on a different level of with understanding and compassion 
regarding the situation. Um, I know that um, a lot of people dislike it. And that's okay. Because it's not for everybody. But at the same time, you don't have to like it, but you will respect it. Just like I don't have to like you, but I respect you. Because at the end of the day, you're a human being. And even though we're in hell on earth, I'm not about to continue to make this hell on earth a continuing, a continuing dreadful hell when you just have to make the best out of it. Like when I was helping um, a lot of uh, a couple of a couple other LGBT couples conceive. I even helped was giving advice to heterosexual couples who were trying to conceive. Because if you think about it, for them to be like, you had a baby at home? Artificially inseminated? What did you do? Because a lot of heterosexual couples, they battle infertility. And sometimes it's not even the woman. Sometimes it's the man who can't even, who's not, he's, he's sterile. He can't do anything. So... Sometimes to ensure that the sperm gets to where it needs to be, they'll do an artificial insemination. It's possible. And they ask for advice. It's okay. I love all of you. I'm going to help every one of you. Because at the end of the day, we all family. We all people. We all breathe the same air. We all have to walk the same road or walk or intake or whatever the case may be. You know, nothing is ever too shy or too far for me to really be able to help somebody. Especially when I know for a fact it's all about conceiving and having children. You know? Like, I don't know. I just, I don't know. Being prideful is just amazing. I love all the colors of the rainbow. I love everything about being who I am when it comes down to being with them. Let me tell you something. Let me just say this before we end this podcast today for this season. I've dated men. I've dated men. The problem that I have, and when a lot of people, they always ask, what's the problem? The problem is a lot of the men that are being raised, they're being raised as women. I say that like this. The women are raising their sons to be bitches, weaklings, but they're raising their women to be independent and strong. So now you got a whole bunch of women walking around here. Oh, I don't need a man, but yet y'all got four kids, but you doing it. Oh, I don't need a man. I can do it on my own. I can do it on my own. I can do this and I can do that. Oh, I can do this. I can do that. Yet. The boys around here laying around, sitting on the ass, barely taking a bath, barely know how to wash their clothes, can't even cook, can't even change a diaper. Oh, mama, I need this. Okay, baby, I got you. Mama, I need this. Okay, baby, I got you. Mama, is you going to teach your son how to be a man? Mama, is you going to teach your son the fundamentals of being a man? The qualities that it takes to be a husband, a father, because a lot of you, a lot of not you, but a lot of people we know are having children or having boys or have young boys. And 
they're not really doing I won't say it. They're not doing what the fuck they supposed to do. Excuse my language. Because this is how I feel. If you want your son to be a certain type of way, then you need to raise him a certain type of way. You can't raise him on materialistic things and and coddling him. Because for your son to be 18, 19 years old and you still can't seem to get him to get in line or he seems to still can't find direction that's a problem that's a major problem because like I said I say this all the time Prince Josiah is not allowed to date anybody that I grew up with's daughter I don't care what nobody say that's just me that's my opinion and I don't plan on being in the area that I live currently when he gets older to even have to deal with that because I know a lot of people and I know how a lot of people was raised and how a lot of people get down so a lot of things that I don't believe in they do and they get down with so I don't want my child surrounding himself by around none of that that's just me call me crazy call me I think I'm better than myself whatever the case may be I don't know all I know is Prince Josiah not dating none of them. He can't know. That shit dead. Even on the outside looking in now, I see things. And I'm like, that's sad. Like, no, I don't want my child to be like, oh, my mom finna go on the sub and hang out with Tiffany. The fuck you finna go on the sub for? I've never did that a day of my life. Why are you? You know? Like, I I probably went on a sub maybe once. And that's because my God, my little God, my God brother was having an away, going away party because he was in the military. And that was it. And I didn't like it. I didn't like it. It was hot. It was wretched. It was ghetto. It was disgusting. I didn't like it. That was just me. That's my opinion. I didn't like it. But I, I, I just want better. I see better. And when I, I feel like, my child deserves better, that's how I'm going to walk and carry myself in that way, in that light. Because even though I might not have the better now, oh, the better is coming. The better is definitely coming. Like, there's just, uh, it's so much, it's so much. And even with us, you know, with Pride Month and a lot of things happening and a lot of hate crimes, it's all about love. Like, is it that hard to truly love somebody? Like, to truly, you don't even have to really like me, but respect me. Like, to, and because I don't understand, I never understood why a lot of people would, because just get in their bodies about certain things. Like, does what I eat make you shit? Like, literally. Is what I'm eating interfering with your bowels or your digestive system? Because if it's not, then why is everything else a problem? You know? We're all living in this world and we don't this world of this matrix, literally, a web. And it's like, how do we maneuver? How do we get through it? 
And it's like, you literally just have to have hope. You just have to be positive. You have to keep your head up high, knowing that through all the obstacles, through all these problems and trials and tribulations, I'm going to make it out. I'm going to make it out on top. And it's going to be okay. We going to be okay. I can't thank you guys enough for really truly rocking with me these past this past season these past few weeks because I've I've really had fun doing this I've had so much fun doing this and it's so amazing um it's so amazing next season is gonna be like I said it's gonna be very 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 more organized to the T um we're gonna have interviews we're gonna have guest speakers we're gonna have so much more going on so much more to talk about in more broader detail so I really hope that you guys are ready and prepared for what's to come um I'm not 100% sure on how long I'm going to be gone when the next season will air but you know what it's going to happen. I might do a month off, a couple of weeks, about a two, three weeks just to give myself some time, come back in July full flesh, you know, back better than ever. But you know what? We're, we'll figure it out. And when I know, you'll know. So, and you know how you'll know if you go ahead to Facebook right now, put in the search bar, Serene Talk, and like and follow Serene Talk's page on Facebook. There you will find any type of information you need, any shares when it comes to Black-owned businesses, any updates, any celebratory, celebratory, there we go, any celebratory events that's going on that we just want to celebrate people, products, events, anything, it's going to be on there. I wish you guys all the best. I appreciate gratitude to each and every one of you for your continual support. I have a bonus episode coming after this one, probably around this evening. And I really hope you guys enjoy it. Really quick bonus episode, basically saluting a couple of um, Black-owned businesses that I really love and I love to deal with and I love to shop with. Um, If you guys know if any Black-owned businesses Um, business owners that are looking for any type of promo ideas or just want to be or they're sending anything that you guys want me to try market or whatever let me know and we can make the things happen we can make it all shake you know what I mean but I love you you guys be safe and I will talk to you guys very soon happy pride month Stay safe, stay blessed, and y'all know what? Cuss them bitches out if they try you. Period.